Episode 10, Hourly Podcast. I'm on half of the duo, Eds. My co-host, my brother, my brethren, Ethan, is not recording today. He's in the middle of a big stage in his life, man. He's in a transition period. Him and the missus are moving in with one another, getting their own little place. So um, I'm proud of him, man. I'm proud of my guy. Let's just put a quick round of applause here for my guy and his wifey, man. Hold tight him, hold tight wifey. But uh, again, the show must go on. It would have been nice to have him here, you know, to have been able to talk a bit of football, you know, seeing it the first weekend of Premier League football. Both our respected teams have played. Yeah, it's just going to be me today. We're going to be covering everything football, transfer rumours, results. I'll be talking a bit about the French League because I did watch PSG play yesterday. I watched a bit of the Bayern game. I didn't watch the Dortmund game, but I, I caught the highlights of Haaland, so we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about the NBA Summer League. Uh, we'll also be talking about the NFL preseason, and we may have a special guest on this episode, my good friend, the girl Zola. Um, we're going to be talking about, like, you know, relationship stuff, Love Island, because for those of you that have been listening, me and Ethan have been advocates and have been watching Love Island, but I stopped watching this week because I just couldn't tolerate Teddy's nonsense. Yeah, I just, I just, I just can't. I'm done. I'm done with the show as long as those two are still on there. But yeah, that's um, that's a bit of the intro. Enough of that. Let's let's get straight into it. Okay, so we're recording this. Well, I'm recording this Sunday, August fifteenth, two thousand twenty-one. I don't know why I said the the year. Uh, the time's currently 11 o'clock in the morning. A bit of a rough night for me, man. Um, went to go see my best friend last night, chilled with him for a couple of hours. He literally lives a stone throw away. Like if I throw a rock outside of my window, it could hit his building. So chilled with him till the wee hours. Um, I got petrol beforehand, so I've parked my car where I normally park my car. So I think my mum would go in to use the bathroom whatever, see my car out the window and assumed that um, I was sleeping or whatever. So she's put the latch on the door. So when I've come back in whatever time I've come back, like two o'clock, the latch is on the door. I've tried to untangle it. It wasn't possible. Um, called my brother a bag of times. Uh, he wasn't answering. Didn't call my mum or sister. So I slept in my car. And in sleeping in my car, I woke up like a couple hours into sleeping in my car and I see like three or four foxes around my car and thinking, what the hell is this? Fucking, and then I see like a little fight must have broke out between two of the foxes. Then they've gone underneath my car and I've heard the rumbling underneath my car, like boom, 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 boom. Like I've, I felt it. So I'm thinking, what the hell are they doing? Then I just hear some neck screaming. So Lord knows what was happening. And then one of the other foxes just lying there, literally watching everything going on. So I'm thinking, yo, I'm hearing a lot of boom, 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 boom underneath my car. I'm thinking, yo, these lot could try and mess up my thing. So I've put the engine on, they've scurred off. And then, uh, drove around for a bit because I needed to charge. I didn't have, and that's the thing as well, I didn't have my charger. I didn't have my charger, but my, my car has wireless um, charging. So I've just put that on. I've, I've literally just driven around for half an hour. I just tried to charge a bit of battery. Done that, fell asleep. But yeah, now we're here. Um, Let's talk about the football now, man. Arsenal versus Brentford opening day at Brentford's new stadium. Uh, it was announced on the day that Aubameyang and Lacazette will not be playing because they both fell ill. We're still somewhat confident. You know, we've. I, I don't think we've got the best squad, but going up against a championship side, I felt that, you know, we could get the win. I fought 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, that was my predictions throughout the week. 
I'm going to read out the starting 11 for Arsenal. Leno in goal. Kintini on the left. Marion um, White, centre-half. Chambers right-back. Lukanga, Xhaka starting. Martinelli on the left. Smith-Rowe playing the 10. Pepe on the right. Balogun up top. I'm going to... I'm just going to explain... Not going to explain. I'm going to state what my concerns were when I saw the team sheet. Okay, Pablo Mario. Uh, why is Gabriel not starting? I don't know whether he's injured or not, but we've clearly, we clearly know that Pablo Mari isn't it. Now, I get it. Arteta likes to play with a left-footed centre-back on the left side. And don't worry, I'll get onto Arteta in a minute. Chambers isn't good enough. We've got Hector Bellerin, we've got um, Cedric, we've got Maitland Niles. Now, none of these guys are good enough, but Maitland Niles is better than Chambers playing right-back. Bellerin's better than him. Cedric's better than him. Xhaka, fucking Granite Xhaka. This is why Arteta pisses me off. Granite Xhaka was basically out the door when Arteta got appointed interim, interim manager of Arsenal Football Club, right? He had that whole busting out, he threw the, the thing down on the ground, we all know what it was. And there was a, a deal, I think, in principle was agreed with her for Berlin to, like, for him to be sold. We probably would have got maybe like 20, 25 million for him, right? Cool. Arteta, the fucking pussy, I was gone and said to him, no, nah, I want you to say, be integral part of the team, whatever, whatever, cool. That's happened now. He still played shit. Last season, he played shit. Yeah, he played good at the Euros. And I keep saying it. That 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 performance he put against France, I've never seen him do that with Arsenal. And the first game of the season, we was playing with a, a pacey striker in Balogun who likes through balls um, on the floor, you know, likes to run past the last defender and Granit Xhaka did not do that again. He didn't do those type of through balls like he did with Switzerland. So I... Uh. And then, not only that, we had a bid in for him from Roma, 17.5. And I, I don't know what's happened there, but Arteta's come out and said, no, we want him to stay. And then the club are rewarding this dickhead with a brand new deal. I... I yeah. Um, Lokonga. I think he played phenomenal. I was very happy with his football. Not much to say there. Martinelli, the guy literally just came back a week ago from playing in the Olympics. What more do you want from him? Uh, Smith Rowe played well. Um, there was a chance where he he got past his man and Balogun was um, on the defender's shoulder and screaming for the ball. But uh, Smith Rowe waited a bit too long and scuffed the shot. I felt like that was chance that we could have used to get back in the game Pepe again hit or miss with him man he, he tried in it like but it's so bait what he wants to do he just always wants to cut him with the left and Balogun again he didn't receive the service now let me talk about this pussy on Mikel Arteta yeah because he is insisting on playing out the back playing out the back we don't have the players for that system. Not only that, he's told the whole world we are going to be playing out the back. It's not every time play out the back. And not only that, yeah, you need to switch it up, bruv. Like, because in, they've introduced the new rules last season where the six-yard box, two defenders can stand there, right? But then when, when you do that, they've got their, both their strikers at the edge of our box ready to pounce and then pressuring. I remember there was a time when they were playing, they were doing this playing out the back stuff, and I think Pablo Mari almost gave them an opportunity. And that's the thing: when you do that, you invite at least one opportunity per game for the opposition to score a goal, and it's very unnecessary. It's apparent that this guy just isn't up for it. Now, am I being too harsh on him because two of our marquee players weren't playing? No, I'm not, bro. Because it's the same thing again and again and again. I'm not seeing improvement in the players that we have, yeah. And not only that, let's get onto the board now, innit? And and the owners because they're saying we had a kitty of two hundred m's to spend. Okay, cool. 
it was apparent that we needed a defensive slash box to box midfielder. We've just sold one. Joe Willock. We just saw, he's exact he is the exact player we needed. English, tall, stature, plays progressive, positive football, pushes the ball forward, and he knows where the goal is. We've sold him for 25 million. I personally believe it's undervalued. Do I think that he was the number one person they wanted to sell? No. I think he was a sacrificial lamb in the sense that nobody else was being sold. They they were thinking it's a quick 20, 25 million, fuck it. But I wouldn't have done that deal. I would have tried to like hold out. Um, okay, so we needed a midfielder. We need a striker because clearly Lacazette isn't up for it. But the thing is, we've got such ridiculous wages on a lot of our nonsense players that who's going to match the wages? And it was being reported that we're asking for teams. We're asking teams as little as 15 million for Laka. That just lets you know we bought this guy how many years ago for 50 million. Now we're asking for um, 15. And another thing, they said that they wouldn't let players run down the last year of their deals. Since that's been said, I can name you various players that has happened with Ozil, Mustafi, Bellerin, I think, is in the final year of his deal. Eddie Nketi is in the final year of his deal. If I didn't say Laka, Laka's in the final year of his deal. What's going on? The recruitment at this club has been shambles. Okay, so I've said that we need a defensive slash box-to-box midfielder. We need a striker. We need another number 10, a more experienced number 10. There's a lot to ask of a young player to, you know, carry and be a team number 10. Like, Smith Rowe, I love him as much as the next Arsenal fan, but I don't think he's there just yet. We need a right-back, like a solid right-back. A few players who I think in these positions we could do with. I think if we're going for, like, this youthful British movement, English movement... The two right-backs I'd be looking for are Tarek Lamptey of Brighton and Max Ahrens of Norwich. I don't think either of them would cost excess of 20, 25 million. Um, so yeah, that that would be it. In terms of box-to-box, box, I think we've got Sambi Lokonga. I like him. I do like him. Um, I think it's just a case of getting rid of the dead wood now in terms of Arsenal's midfield because we've just got unnecessary players like Elneny and Xhaka that I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, a number 10... We keep on getting linked with Odegaard. I do like Odegaard. Me personally, I'd prefer Madison again because he's English, um, plays progressive football, he's creative. And not only that, he's good at set pieces. And I think that's something that we're lacking in this squad. Strikers, I would have loved to get Tammy Abraham. I, I think it was a case of finances why we weren't able to get him in terms of Lacazette's contract just being too expensive that has been reported he's getting 180 that uh, he's not worth 180 i'm so sorry and i don't want i don't mean to be pocket watching or play a hate and whatever but i just don't think he's worth 180 in terms of his performances on a consistent basis he's just not been up to it but yeah tammy abraham would have loved him would have loved him and uh, and you look around the teams around us like man united they've brought Varane. they've brought sancho man city They've bought Grealish. They're going to put in a bid for Kane. Chelsea have paid £97 million to bring back Romelu Lukaku, who I said last episode, and I still believe that if Manchester City don't get Harry Kane, Chelsea will win the English Premier League this season. Um, Leicester, they've got a great squad. You know, Aston Villa, they've strengthened up. Tottenham, even though they're shit, they've still got a good squad, still got Harry Kane. So I, I I don't know, man, I don't know. And and again, the football as well, it was lackadaisy football. It wasn't 
passionate football wasn't I've been anticipating this game for the past however many months type of football it was just like turn up show up and go home um I don't know if this guy is the guy to rally the troops um I just don't know anymore man it's it's it's, it's frustrating but again first game of the season the transfer window isn't closed yet let's hope that we fulfill the needs of the positions that we need and get rid of a lot of deadwood again like again what is the 15th so we've got slightly just under two weeks of transfer window left hopefully it starts to buzz up now in departures uh, let's quickly run through the rest of um yesterday's results manchester united versus leeds i think it's only right we start there 5-1 to manchester united um bruno fernandez he got a hat trick 30th minute 54th minute 60th minute mason greenwood 52nd minute um, Fred, 68th minute. Luke Aylin for Leeds, 49th. Paul Pogba was playing in an advanced role. Those of you that are fans of Pogba, like myself, have probably been following his career since Juve and know he best operates when he plays in an advanced role like he does for France. Or not even like he does for France, but he's allowed the freedom to do what he wants with the ball and he has a good defensive partner next to him that's going to not do the work that he won't do, but like, you know, essentially just be like a shield for the defence. Pogba got four assists yesterday. I think last year in the Premier League, he only bagged three assists in total. Now, granted, he was injured for a lot of the time, but to get four assists in one game, the opening game as well, lets you know, hey, I'm not fucking about. Bruno was phenomenal. Greenwood got a good goal. Fred got a good goal. It just, it was an overall good performance for United. And you got to think, still got Rashford to come back from his surgery. Cavani to come back from his rest. You know, he's playing in Copa America. Varane, you know, he's going to come back into the squad. Well, not come back into the squad, but Varane's going to come into the squad. He was just announced yesterday. And Jaden Sancho to become an integral part of the team. You know, I think he needs to get back up to match fitness. But yeah, um... I, I'm an Arsenal fan, but again, Paul Pogba is my favourite player. I've said it on numerous episodes. I'm excited in terms from a, from a footballing standpoint to see how they play. I think they're like two players away from seriously competing for the Premier League. I think they still need a good number six and a number nine. With performances like that, I think you're showing your intent to the rest of the league. Like, yo, we ain't playing games. We're here and we're going to try and compete on all fronts. The Champions League is where I'd say more so they need like a, an elite number nine. Um, Chelsea 3-0 yesterday Pulisic scored um, Chalaba scored um, I don't know if it was his debut or his, his first start but it, was, it, was, it might have been his debut but he scored a goal Bangor as well was a screamer from outside the box happy for him who else scored? Uh, Marcus Alonso yeah sorry Marcus Alonso scored a banging free kick Tammy Abraham apparently is flying to Roma today to complete a medical very upset about that he would have been a great fit for Arsenal Norwich and uh, Liverpool. It's always an embarrassing game for Norwich when they play Liverpool. Um, Jota scored the first goal. Uh, Firmino scored the second goal. Mo Salah scored the third goal. He was involved in all three goals. He got two assists and a goal. So that was good for my fantasy league. I was happy about that. Um, with, with Salah, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this or it's just me. I feel like, when he, like he's a guy who seems too eager to score not 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 too eager to score but he's like he's fiending for a goal which in, in in the grand scheme of things you do want your striker to do that but you should also let the game come to you because when you're doing that you're, you're overthinking things opposed to you know 
you're going off your natural instincts. Um, yeah, good flow of football for them. I'd like to see how their midfield copes. You know, they're saying that Naby Keita is meant to be the replacement for Wanyandam. Let's see how that goes. Obviously, that's a drop-off in terms of quality. I was surprised with the Watford and Aston Villa score. 3-2 to Watford. Emmanuel Dennis scored, Ismail Sarr scored and Fernandez scored. Um, John McGinn scored the 70th minute and Danny Ying scored the 90th minute penalty. That was good for my fantasy league. So yeah, I was, I was happy about that. Everton 3-1. Richarlison, I was surprised he played. I was going to put him in fantasy, but again, he's only just come back from the Olympics like um, Martinelli. Calvin Lewin scored a header. Fair play to him. Leicester 1-0. Vardy, of course. And Brighton Burnley 2-1 Brighton. Yeah, man. It was it was it was a good day in terms of the Premier League. I can't I can't really complain still. And then in about thirty minutes is gonna be in thirty minutes Newcastle West Ham. That should be a good game. I don't know if Joe Willick will start. I don't think he was registered in time. And then at four thirty is the big game, the one which is deserves the title of Super Sunday fixture, Tottenham versus Man City. Only a big game, only because City are playing. I'd like to see if he starts Grealish. I don't know if he will. I've got Grealish on the bench for my fantasy team anyway. It's a big game because Harry Kane, essentially. Now, we're hearing the rumours that Daniel Levy doesn't want to sell him. And if he does sell him, it's going to be after the, the Man City game. To me, it doesn't make sense. Tottenham ain't winning the league. They're not winning the league. So, wouldn't it make more sense to sell the guy as soon as possible so you can find a replacement and negotiate contracts and terms. And not only that, you could get a number of players. If Let's say the going price is 130. You could get two solid players for that, three solid players for that, and they would improve your squad and put you in contention for the top four because we all know Spurs ain't winning the league. So I don't know, man. It's, it's a weird one still. Okay, let's talk about the Bundesliga ever so quickly. Um, Lewandowski scored on the opening day of the Bundesliga for a seventh time in a row. I believe that's a new record. Um... Haaland, truly on beast mode. Two goals and two assists in Dortmund's 5-2 defeat over Frankfurt. He he played phenomenal. Like, to me, he's like the white version of Lukaku in the sense that you're not meant to be that tall, that big and that fast. But he is and he's potent. Like, there's it, he's a defender's nightmare. Like, what can you do with him? Absolutely nothing. Alfonso Davis played really well against... Borussia Mönchengladbach in the one-all draw they had with um, Bayern Munich, I forgot to say. This is my best friend, my sister. Uh, they can't see you. Why are you yeah. doing the hands? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing hand sign. Sorry, guys. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, oh, my gosh. My, my debut on this podcast. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because um, obviously it's just... If there was like a cat category which was just like everything, then our podcast would be everything. But Tuesday we talk predominantly sports in it, so it has to be go into the sports category. And I feel I like, like you guys, I feel like since you guys have started this pod, I've um I've taken more of an interest. Like you can ask my boyfriend, taken more of an interest into football specifically. Yeah. Um, since the Euros. Yeah. So like now, I don't think I'm interested in the games, but I'm interested in how much they're being paid and transfers. Oh, so no, like it's, now it's, it's I'm ridiculous. finding that I'm up with him. Yeah, 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 it's mad. But now I feel like I'm finding that I'm updating him with transfer updates or look at what this journalist is saying and I'm following all of these different <laughs> pages. And you know, like when you start liking different things on Instagram, yeah, your search up. page yeah, comes yeah, up yeah, with yeah, yeah. Loads of different, yeah. And now it's a mix of 
hair, nails, and then guys holding their shirts. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because they're, they're signing. The yeah, yeah, they're signing. <laughs> yeah. It's quite, I do find it quite interesting. I still ask some silly questions, but if I don't ask, I won't know. Yeah, so the most recent transfer in England anyway was um, Romelu Lukaku to Chelsea. And that was 97 million. A lot of money. Was that the most recent one? Because just before I came on the call to you, um, on the call with you, um, I saw the Tammy Abram one. Oh, it's, it's not been confirmed yet though. It's not been like... He needs to sign his papers and everything, unless Look, he has. Do you, follow, do you follow? Do you follow this journalist? His Fabio. name's Fabrizio. Yeah. What's his yeah. name? Fabrizio. Fabrizio Romano. Yeah. Yeah, he's posting it as though it's confirmed. So. Correct, no, so it's like, no, so no, so it's it's confirmed. It's confirmed, but it's not confirmed. So it's like. Then why is he holding their top? Why is no, he no, holding no, that no. So. So like it's a case of um. The, the clubs have agreed the fees, but they need to finalise personal terms and structure of the deal and stuff. He's, okay. he's gone. Barring an upset in his medical, he's a, he's, yeah. a, he's a Roma player. He will be moving to Italy, like if the medical comes through correct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's going for 34 million. Arsenal wanted him, but we've already got guys on our books that our wages are ridiculous. See, the, the, the thing with the Premier League is, yeah, it's going to become its own bubble. Yeah. In the sense that other clubs from other leagues are going to be priced out because we're paying our players way too much and the, and the transfer fees are way too much. So, you know, um, yeah, it's I crazy. I'm not even going to pretend to understand what that... I, I'm still not understanding why they're paying so much, but that's a conversation for another time. I don't yeah. understand it. <laughs> but um, I feel as though... I feel as though the the transfer process to me, it, it, I just feel like it's too quick. I just don't understand how players are supposed to drop their lives and just move somewhere else. Like the fact that you're telling me as soon as he signs, he's basically got 24 hours to go do his medical and then join the team. What about, what if I have kids and a family here? <laughs> like I don't understand. That's what I don't understand. Give me time. Why can't I move in a week? Why do That's I have to move straight away? That's why you get paid the big bucks, isn't it? No, when but for goodness sake, it's just an it, it just sounds like an inconvenience. People yeah. don't even move house in a day. Yeah. Like you don't even close on a house still in a like let alone moving yeah. your your human body. Like thank God he obviously doesn't have kids, I don't think. He's still quite young. But someone like Messi, he probably like I, I'm sure his wife is still like going through the process of moving them yeah, now. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But it's just ridiculous. Like, how do you expect people to just drop their lives? But again, as you said, it's been happening for years. I'm I've got all of these questions now because I'm only taking an interest to this now. Yeah. But to you and to probably a lot of other men that are into football, it's like it's normal. Once they sign, they've got to come back, and it is what it is. Um question though do you think that Tammy Abram I hope I'm saying his name properly because I want to say Abraham because of the Bible but Abraham, really Abraham. Abraham. Okay. okay so um do you think that he was part of the shift because of how much they paid for Lukaku so do you think they 1, brought him percent. one thousand percent because the new manager yeah. doesn't favor him Okay. But what the new manager fails to realise is you're looking at Romelu Lukaku five years ago. Yeah. 
like Tammy Abraham's going to be maybe not as good as Lukaku, but it's going to be a very good footballer. Like he's only young and he hasn't had a consistent run of games. Like he's very good. Like if he came to Arsenal, I would not be complaining whatsoever. Very good footballer. Okay. He um maybe needs to add a bit of muscle, but mm-hmm. he's tall, strong, athletic. He's got good footballing IQ. He could score goals. Um, yeah, I would have loved him at Arsenal, but he's going to Roma. They're probably offering him a sweet package. It's a good manager. Probably wouldn't mind living in Italy as well. Depends what wife he's saying, you know? Um, yeah. All right, so where do you want to start in terms of uh, the the things that I sent you over? I'll take your lead on this, actually, because I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you think. I'll actually take your lead, because I have wanna, a point to make on all of them. Do you want to start Love Island, or do you want to start with um, just, like, normal stuff? We can start with normal stuff. We can start with normal stuff. Okay, cool. Let's so um, on my Instagram page, yeah. I put up a poll today stating okay. that in society, should more women make the first move to get the guy they want? At this moment in time, about 20 to 25 people have uh, voted. It's 83% have said yes and 17% have said no. Well, I'm part of the 83. Yeah, yeah you're part of the 83. But what was your, what's your reasoning for the yes, though? Repeat the question to me again, just so that I'm clear in my response. In today's society, should more women make the first move to get the guy they want? Yes. If you know what you want, like you need to understand that there are a lot of confident women out here. Yes. Um. So if you are confident and you trust in your in your source and there's someone that you are interested in and you want to pursue something with of course feel free to approach them I'm still very traditional in the sense of I believe in the chase I like seeing a guy sweat in that sense so if you want me I believe that it should be equal playing field in it like yeah. I'm obviously going to show interest in you I'm not one of these girls that's just going to stand there and expect a man to come and be you know and essentially talking to me chatting me up and it's like he's doing all the work if I'm interested in you I'm also going to show you that interest like to a certain degree of course you've got to be a lady about it but I genuinely do believe in that you know having a bit of having I don't know it's just I do think that women should show interest because at the end of the day, if you don't, somebody else is going to. Yeah. So you can't cry and beg when he's not showing you interest anymore because there's another girl that's literally told him outright, like, yeah, I'm into you. So, you know, and I think a lot of guys are so used to chasing all the time that they are genuinely shocked and like flabbergasted when a girl is literally just like, yeah, I'm into you. What next? You know, yeah. like, what, yeah. what are we going to do now? Um, and I feel like more girls should do that. But I hear it. Some girls, I'm friends with a lot of girls that that's not their thing. Like, if you're into me, I'm going to, you know, do small, small eye contact. But that's it. Like, you need to you need to do the chase. You need to prove to me why I should even give you my time. And, you know, I do believe in those things as well. I think, but for me, I think 50-50 has always worked for me. Um, If I'm interested in a guy, he's going to know. Like, he's not going to walk away confused. You know, like, I, I mean, you're not going to walk away not knowing whether I'm into you or not. So I feel like, yeah, that's why essentially I'm part of the 83%. I'm a big advocate of, 
you know, just stand your ground, didn't it? Just stand yeah. your ground. Like, if you like this guy, tell him you like him, tell him you, you're feeling him or show him you're feeling him. It just depends on the type of person you are. Um, but I don't think that they should just graft and graft and graft because why are they wasting their time? Like, I wouldn't want my brothers to be wasting their time on a girl. You're grafting, grafting, grafting till their kingdom come and she's not even into you. Like, it makes no sense, <laughs> you know? You can't be looking stupid in the streets, you know? <laughs> so you've got to... You've got to have, you've got to do small 50-50. I'm sorry. Can't yeah. just be chasing out here. I'm sorry. I completely agree with everything you said, even to the point where you said that, uh, like with me, my whole thing is just throw the ball in the air and I'll slam dunk. Do you get what I mean? Just like give you me. You might the, not though. Give you me might the, not. <laughs> or no, but no, what I mean slam dunk is in terms of just give me a sign. Okay. And, and I will, do you know what I mean? I'm okay. I'm I'm just okay. talking about that initial react like that initial so for example like the whole eye contact eye contact thing like I don't know I think that's a bit like played out in the sense of for all you know someone could just be looking in your direction it's happened to me before where someone's yeah, come but... to me and said oh like yeah what do you think of my girl over there and I'm like what do you mean uh, yeah she said you be looking at I said bro I was just looking that way and it so happened yeah. I caught her eye I was not trying to but in terms of what I'm saying is. Let's say I'm in the dance and there's a girl over there, yeah? Um, mm. She could do something like walking past, like just smile at me and say, hi, you all right? And then walk away. Knowing like, let's say she's going to the toilet or whatever, yeah? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's and I know she's got to walk by this way. If she just does the initial hi, you all right? That's me knowing, okay, I'm going to just, just, just leave the door a bit open. That's what I'm mm. trying to say. Just leave the door a bit open and... And I will come and graft. I have no problem in grafting. I don't matter if I if I want a girl, I will court the girl. I'm 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 a firm believer in that, innit? But at the same time, it does take two to tangle. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, but yeah, a hundred percent. But yeah, no, I think in that regard, yes. In yeah, in this situation, because I was gonna, I was gonna um I was going to change my answer, but no, I stand firmly with that. I feel like, you know, in those initial stages, it's definitely 50-50, 100%. But I was having a conversation, I was having a debate with my boyfriend because I saw this tweet. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was a tweet from this girl and she said that, she basically said that a guy asked her out. He asked her out and he said to her, what is, what is, our budget or what is your budget that's disgusting um, and he's asked her out that's disgusting so that's disgusting that's disgusting that's disgusting so obviously that's she disgusting. was asking the twitter community like am i supposed to be paying like on this date if he has asked me out so i was having this conversation no. again with my boyfriend because um i saw it on one of the one of the pages that we both follow and i said to him like how do you feel as a man a girl offering to go halves on the first date if you have asked her to come out how do you feel about that and his response to me was i if i've invited if i've asked a girl to get ready and come out with me obviously in my mind i've already prepped my money yeah. i've already got everything in motion like I'm not expecting her to contribute yes but if it's the thing where it happened naturally 
And it's like, it was just out of the blue, spur of the moment. No one really asked each other. Because you know those meetups can happen organically. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, might already be out. I might be out. And it's like, oh, rah, what? You're at X, Y, and Z. Okay, let's meet up. If it's a situation like that, and you're just dating, then it's like, you know, the the girl offering to pay doesn't sound as strange, you know? Mm. Um, but if you've invited her out, essentially, he was saying that in, you know, in response to that specific tweet, he was just kind of like, no, like he was like, I think society, I don't know what the men of today are doing. Like, I don't know where this whole bro, I just wanted her to see if she would take out her purse trend has come from. Like it even annoys him and it made me laugh because I was thinking, yeah, like I've seen a lot of guys tweet that or repost it or whatever and just be like oh if she, if her if she's not even putting her purse out and it's like how dare you how dare you expect me you've asked me out and you expect me to bring out my purse me and you've asked me out I've gotten ready I've done my makeups bruv and my hair and you're you're telling me to, to pull out my purse respectfully like are you taking the piss I, I think it. um I'm of the notion of I want her to ask, but she's never paying. She will never pay. She will never pay. But I'm it's just not that asking. I want her I'm to not ask. Though. You, I'm not asking if you've brought if you've asked me out. Yeah. You've got to be mad. Because if I ask you out, I'm not expecting you to pay. No, but I'm paying though. I, I'm, I'm paying any situation. No, yeah, but no, no. First date, first I, date, first date. If a girl says we should go out, I'm be clear. Be the melt ego in me. Be clear about the scenario because it's it's a different scenario for every single date. So if first you're talking date. about first dates, okay, go ahead. If you're talking about first dates, first date, I have to pay every time. Every time I have to pay. I it doesn't matter. Like I don't feel like you have to for the first date. It depends. Um, That's what I'm saying. By you need to give me a scenario. Did you ask her to come out, or did you both want to go out? Whether I want to, whether I've asked her out. Or we both want to go out. I've in my mind, I've paid for this. Okay, that's fair enough. There's nothing wrong with it, by the way. Yeah. But me, if it's our first date, the type of person I am, like I, I just like to prove points sometimes as well. I get it. I, get I know it. damn well that he wants to pay. He wants to pay. In his mind, he's probably already paid for the full thing. Yeah. But just because it's our first time, and I don't know where this is gonna go, I'll go halves. I'll split that. I'll split that. Unless you put up a fight and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, seriously, like I want to cover this. I'll, I'll I'll go halves. Because it's only the first time. It's not going to hurt me. It, it doesn't burn me, honestly. Yeah. Like, um, and I probably suggested this as well. But if you've brought me out, I'm not paying. Yeah, I'm. listen, I'm going to pay either scenario. But yeah, I, I'm true. still of the notion of... And you know what? I'm chatting shit, so let me not chat shit. The older I get, I, I'm not really expecting them to offer, but it, it, it's just a nice, it's just a nice gesture, isn't it? Do you get me? I feel, I feel like more. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't. I feel like this could come across as a very pick me answer, and I'm not a pick me go at all. I know, I know. But with me, it's more so. I don't want you to think that. I don't want you to think that you have to pay every single. I've got peas. Yeah. Why do you have to pay every time? Do you get what I mean? Like I just no, I it's not know. every time. It's not every time. It's not every time. But first, first date, like, like every time you go out, it's not um, me paying. No, of course. But first date. Yeah, no, first, first date. 
all of the first dates I've been on, I have been asked out. So it's been a, you invited me. I didn't initiate this. You invited me and I know I'm not paying. Yeah. You've invited me out. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I'm not paying. But <laughs> if it's a thing where I think I've only had one first date where we both, it was like an organic thing. So we split it. And honestly, I felt no way because I feel like we both suggested it and it wasn't a thing where you were asking me out. It just happened kind of organically. So when I paid, it didn't feel wrong. But for all of my other first dates, which haven't been even that many, I didn't even bring out my purse, bro. I'm not being, bringing that out. You made me come out. Yeah. So I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I'm sorry, I stand by that. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it still. It makes sense. I get it. I get it. Like I said, the older I'm getting, um, and I'm still a young G, but the older I'm getting, I, I am moving more towards the notion of, yeah, shorty shouldn't really. Well, it depends how she's getting home. It depends how she's getting home in terms of bringing out the, the person that. But um, mm, I guess so. Yeah, it depends. It depends. I guess. But on the other, on the flip side, as I'm getting older, I just find it pathetic that why should he have to pay all the time? Like, even if you're my man, even if you're my husband, I want to be able to cover the bill sometimes as well. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. Why do you, why is it such a big thing that men have to cover it all the time? That's, that's kind of my thing. Cause I feel like I see myself, you know, in the next however many years being able to cover bills easily (laughs) so it's just like you know I don't expect you to pay every single time there's nothing wrong with it though if Mm. I don't have to spend money do you think I'm gonna complain no yeah if you want to pay go ahead honey but all I'm saying is that um it shouldn't be men shouldn't see it as such a like men shouldn't see obligation an obligation to like come on like we're in 2020 what year are we in 2021 I keep saying 2020 seriously this week I've I've kept saying 2020 which is so bad but we're in 2021 like times are changing women are asking for more so I feel like if you're asking for more honey and you're getting more paying shouldn't be a thing do you want to touch on this love island go ahead sir okay okay I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like there's a lot to discuss because a lot of it is kind of like self-explanatory. Yeah. But there's a lot to deep dive as well. A hundred percent. Okay, 100%. so this midweek, what would you say? What was Wednesday or something when that thing came out on Instagram that about Faye? Um. Or Tuesday, would, Wednesday. Um, yeah, I would say it was Tuesday, Wednesday. Let's say yeah, it was definitely the earlier half of the week okay so yeah so let's say tuesday tuesday it it came out on instagram that apparently the producers of love island told faye she had to apologize to teddy because they had received like ridiculous amount of complaints from ofcom about how she was speaking to him and and not just him the rest of the mandem as well really but him for the sole fact that that's the guy she's coupled up with yeah, um, that's, that's the guy she's coupled up with, yeah. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, she was forced to apologise. That's what we've been told. Does this mean that... Was he forced to then accept the apology? So this is what they're saying. They're saying that basically... Oh, word on the street, as you said, is that 
um, Love Island producers forced Faye to essentially apologise to Teddy Mm -hmm. after all of the Ofcom complaints over the episode Mm. because obviously people were connecting it to abuse. You know, they started to say things like... um, you know, they started to say things like, you know, if this was a woman, sorry, if this was the other way around, it would have been a problem. You know, if it was, if it was tempting Faye in that way, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be okay, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, which I definitely agree with. I feel like, I feel like what Faye did, her apology was definitely forced. You could tell it wasn't natural. Um, you can definitely tell because it was too quick of a switch. Like. How how did you need three sleeps to realise that how you spoke to him was absolutely unacceptable and disrespectful, one? And her apology just came too soon, in my opinion. Um, I feel like you should have had this epiphany way sooner. Um, so I, I feel like it was definitely a conversation from producers and essentially the backlash that they were going to receive because, you know, people really started to like them. They started to mess with them heavy. Um, and you know, I think a lot of the Faye and can I, can I just say something as well quickly? Yeah, yeah. For those of you that aren't familiar with Ava, and this is an interracial couple as well. So Teddy is a African man, and Faye is a Caucasian woman. So if the in terms of the, I could see what people are saying in terms of if it was the other way around. Because granted, this is an African man, it it, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's he's Nigerian. He's Nigerian. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's Nigerian. I didn't know that. Yeah, so like if it was if it was a, a black man on the TV screen like berating himself at like all these Caucasian women, it wouldn't have went that like we already know. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. just I just wanted to say that in quickly before while you were still going. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I just that's my bad because I just assumed everyone would know what Love Island is. Um, but yeah, there was you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that we can deep dive into because well. I don't think we need to deep dive into them because the conversation itself is just exhausting because we know what yeah. the outcome would be. If it was Teddy being... And and Faye's just lucky that Teddy's so chill. Yes. He's not argumentative. You can tell he's not argumentative and he's definitely a peacemaker. Yeah. And I feel like she used that to her advantage because he's not argumentative and because he's not somebody that would fight fire with fire. He's he's literally fighting fire with water. He wants to calm the situation always. Even when he's pissed off, he walks away. So you can tell that he's more of a peacemaker in the situation. And I don't know why ITV2, why Love Island or any of the producers let Faye speak to him in that way, number one. And I definitely think that um, the apology was fake and it was forced. Um, And I feel as though she has been she has been forgiven too quickly um, it's as though everyone's forgotten now. All of their fans, all of the Faye and Teddy fans have forgotten what Faye did. I don't, I haven't forgotten what she's done. And because of that, because of that argument, because of how she spoke to him, I don't even want them to win. I don't feel like they deserve to win. Yeah. Because I don't care. Like, no one, even in real life, no one should be speaking to their partner like that. Yeah. And that's why they were voted one of the top three couples that would leave, that would break up when they leave the show. Mm. Do you think, Teddy, who people out here will fight for that man? So do you really think, yeah, 
that you people are going to last on the outside. If this is what you call, if, if you call him a stupid boy, that's what she kept saying. Stupid boy, stupid boy. Every five minutes. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Just no. Um, I don't know. This situation is very, it's very triggering. It's just triggering because again, it's just that depiction of being spoken down to and not being able to do anything. It's like being spat on and not being able to do anything about it. That's how it felt watching that argument again and again and again. It went on for like three nights. I was tired. And instead of her to just close her mouth, you're attacking the other men as well. Are you crazy? <laughs> um is Teddy a waste man for getting back of her knowing that this will happen again because it will happen again? I don't think he's a waste man. I don't think it makes him a waste man. I just think he's gone back there because he's comfortable. But okay. I don't think he's a waste man. I don't think he's a waste man for going back there because let's be honest, we all know people out here that complain. Oh, she spoke to me like this Or she did this Or she did that But you're running back And you're not doing anything about it Yeah So I don't think it makes him a waste man But um, I think he's extremely comfortable And it's working to his detriment I don't think this is cute at all Yeah Whereas Whereas I feel like with Millie and Liam Liam's kind of Starting to redeem himself a bit And it's annoying me because I don't like him, but... Oh, you don't like Liam? No. How come you don't like Liam? Oh, what she did with... Uh, what, what was my girl's name in uh, the, the, the... Salma and Lily. Which one was Lily. The, was, was, um, Lily. Lily, yeah? Yes. And Millie is his current Lily's girl. Lily's the one that... Yeah, Millie is his current girl And Lily's the one that he kissed And was like kissing a lot And fondling with, shared a bed with Yeah, okay No Okay. I don't like Liam Okay Damn, that's <laughs> um, This leads me to my next thing Do more women need to be held accountable For their fuckeries? Is there an example? Yeah, the example is um, Faye because right. it, it was only because oh, cool. remember I, I, I stopped watching after them two got back together. I said I'm I'm not gonna watch it. They got back and I haven't watched it since. I've just watched a little YouTube clips, yeah. Okay. The episode when she got back with uh Teddy, Millie, I remember pulled her to the side like twice that day and said, Yeah, because you kind of was the way you went about it. I'm not saying you was wrong for feeling how you're feeling, but the way you went about it was wrong. And then she said, Oh wow, you're only telling me this three days later. One of my boys. First and foremost, I, one of my brothers, I don't think they would speak to a group of women like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, number one. Number mm-hmm. two, I wouldn't have allowed them. I would have pulled them to say, yo, fix up. What are you doing? Like, yo, pattern mm-hmm. up. Do you know what I mean? And secondly, mm-hmm. even if even if it did happen the next day, let's say I was waved or something and, like, and my mind wasn't right. Yeah. And then the next day, everyone's told me what happened. I'd, I'd, I would have had to pull my man to the side and say, yo, bro. Mm-hmm. That weren't correct I think um, Just put your ego And your pride to the side And apologise to everyone In it Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. And and, and and a lot and, and ensure that it's sincere as well Whereas Whereas with her She kept on um, Even the next day When um, poking, poking, Yeah she kept poking. poking the bear Kept poking the bear And he goes 
Oh, like for example, he said to her, "Do you want to talk now?" She goes, "Oh, do you want to tell the truth?" Like, like, come on, man! Like, you see, Donnie's trying out here, like, and and not only that, her, like, yeah, like Millie and them, like, they should have held her accountable and said, like, yo, like, if not that day, because she's a fiery character, I get it in it, but maybe the next morning you should have said, "Listen, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not saying how the wrong, acted. yeah, how you acted, it wasn't, it wasn't correct, still." Yeah, and if we, and if we're gonna throw it back, if we're gonna throw it back to the season. That like Marcel, do you remember Marcel, the one that always used to say he was in, in Blazing Squad? Yes, yes. So if we if we were to throw it back to Marcel's season, right? I don't know what season that was of Love Island, but I remember there was an altercation between Olivia and Montana, and Olivia just spazzed out and started to like cuss Montana, but. She cussed Montana because Montana called her out on her behavior. Yeah. She was spamming out on everyone. And Montana was like, how you're acting is mad, basically. Like, yeah. I can't remember what she said verbatim. But essentially, she did what the women in this season failed to do with Faye. Yeah. And when she did that, yes, Olivia then decided to spaz out on her, but she held her own. And I and I rate that. How can you sit there? And allow your friend, your sister, they all love to do that, throw around that sister word because they've all been living there together. Yeah. But you can't even tell her the truth. You can't even sit there and tell her the truth about what's going on. Like, are you you people crazy? We can say the same thing for the boys as well. Because in regards to uh, when Toby was moving brazy. Because they never held him accountable as well. Like they, they would talk amongst themselves. Hugo did though. No, Hugo, Hugo, no, Hugo, Hugo, no, Hugo was the only one. But like, like I'm saying, like the rest of them should have said to him, yo, you're moving brazy. I just wanted to get that in there as well. So it's not just one-sided, but yeah, go on. No, 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 a hundred percent. But with Toby's situation, Toby's situation and Faye's situation can't be compared. Yeah. In regards to like their friends saying that what they're doing is wrong, fair enough. But yeah, what's it called? It cannot be compared because what Faye did was borderline abuse. She yeah. abused this man verbally. Yeah, Toby has never abused these women verbally. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, just yeah. confused about who he wants to be with. Yeah, and fair enough, I do agree with you. The boys, which I did find a bit annoying, you lot are egging him on like, oh, you know, oh, you can't make up your mind. Oh, you've been with Mary. Oh, you're with Chloe now. Oh, fun times. You lot are egging him on, egging on his BS, but nobody's holding him accountable. Yeah. Do you get why? I mean? Not until, but I feel like they didn't, on the ugh, on the flip side, I feel like they didn't, they didn't have those conversations with him because they probably knew that he's confused himself. He doesn't even know who he wants to be with. So what advice can they really give what advice can you give a lost person when them themselves, they don't even know what they want? Yeah. It's tough. Whereas in Faye's situation, she was dead in the wrong. It's not like there's no excuse for that behavior. None. Mm. You literally verbally abused this man. Yeah. Verbally abused him and went for it. You went for um, baby boy. I don't even know what his name, Dale. You went for Dale. And said that, oh, they, they can all bring it on. They can all bring it on. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Your mouth is just a trigger. And it's just interesting to me how in the first look for tonight, because I don't know when you're going to release this. So Monday, Monday, Monday. Okay, okay. 
oh, so you're going to release this tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So for everyone listening, the date today is the 15th 15th. of August, right? So on the first look for um, the 15th of August, when all the girls have sat Liberty down to give her advice, Faye excuses herself from the conversation and says, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Why didn't you do that in all of your previous altercations? Why have you had this sudden epiphany now? That further proves our point that the producer, you'll be fake. yeah, yeah. The producers have every like the producers have told you what to do, yeah, and you're listening to them. Yeah, you said something earlier, and Sharon mentioned this to me earlier in the week when we went to the gym about there's a conversation about colorism. Is that no, not what, what was the word? Yeah, it was. It was colorism. Yeah, colorism, and that um, people think that. Clarice is referring to undertones of if this was outside, Donnie would have picked me hands down, no questions. And that maybe he's doing this potentially just maybe again. He he may generally like my girl, but it, it would help his image if he is with a darker skinned woman. Do you know what I mean? Mm, true. Um, it's not. So... At the beginning, you said, um, sorry, at the beginning, your terminology made it sound as though like the conversation with the colorism isn't fact. That's definitely what's happening right now. Okay. So Clarice has been saying and has been tweeting, you know, that if this was on the outside world, if we were on the outside world, Tyler would have picked her. Like he wouldn't be with a girl like Kaz. Those are the type of things that she's been saying. And obviously, she's gorgeous. Clarice is gorgeous. Like, she's a 10-10. She's pretty. She's got a banging body. Everything, right? Kaz is also TT. Yeah, 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 100%. No, I just have to to say that. We just have to say that. I know, but we're not talking about Kaz right now. We're talking about Clarice. So, I'm not disputing Kaz's looks. I think Kaz is amazing. But right now, we're talking about what Clarice has said. Clarice... Obviously, she's a 10-10. She's stunning. She lives a specific lifestyle, right? Before she went into Love Island, yeah. she was living a certain lifestyle. And I doubt she had to try when to it came guys. to guys. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like this situation in the house has humbled her to some degree because you've got to graft. Your looks are only going to get you so far on a show like Love Island. And at the beginning, I did feel like if Tyler was paired up with anyone else, he would have walked back into that. He would have definitely dropped them for Clarice. But I think because he was with Kaz and he knows that Kaz is like a favourite outside, he knows that. He knows that. He's a favourite inside. She's a favourite inside the house and she's definitely a favourite outside, right? Main character energy. I've, I personally feel as though that's why Tyler started to second guess his decision with Clarice. But I feel like what Clarice is doing right now, it's in poor taste because you're coming from a place of pretty privilege. Clarice has pretty privilege. She's stunning. She don't need to try with man. She doesn't. She is exactly what we were talking about at the beginning of our conversation when we were saying some girls, they don't expect 
they're not I don't see Clarice having to graft with no man because she has pretty privilege. It's not a bad thing, but some girls have pretty privilege. And it she's is what it is, them. isn't it? Yeah, it is what it's it is. Gorgeous. It is what it is. If you're a 10 10 in this UK, you can do what you want, seriously. And, and that's just the truth. Do you get what I mean? Clarice has all of that. So I feel like for her, it was a very humbling experience when Tyler decided to go back to Kaz. It was a very humbling experience for Clarice. And it's now in poor taste because she's come out now and she's liking comments of people saying, um, you know, if it was on the outside, um, Clarice would be the one getting chosen. You know, if it was da 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 It's just, I feel like that's all in poor taste. Those type of decisions, you entertaining those type of, babe, you know you're a 1010. Don't stoop, don't, don't stoop low. Just yeah. don't, do you get what I mean? Yeah, Entertaining yeah, yeah. those type of conversations don't make you look good. It just brings out the fugly in someone's personality. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, because she's pretty, da 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 da. Because I know some paintings that have an amazing personality. But her entertaining that type of conversation, I don't feel like it's boosting her own morale. I feel like it's just not helping. It's just making her look like a hater. And she yeah. shouldn't be. She's a 10 10. She don't need to hate on no one. She's stunning herself. Okay. And now it was um, Tyler and Kaz. Yes. So um, you've missed the com- you've missed the episode. So essentially, this week, Tyler and Kaz became exclusive. Um, I think they've had sex as well in the house. Most of them have, they- no. Yeah, but Kaz is trying to make it seem. I feel like the black in her doesn't want her to. She doesn't want to admit that she has because all of the girls keep talking about, "Oh, have you graduated yet?" It's very like it's just cringe to me. I'm not really into having those type of conversations, let alone having it on TV. Mm. But um, they keep referring to it as like graduation. So they'll ask each other every morning, have you graduated yet? Or what What MVQ level are you? Like to figure out what they've done so far. And I definitely feel like um, Tyler Pipe, 100% in the hideaway. He definitely did. If he didn't, they did bits. Um, but... You know, yeah, they've been they're exclusive, they're very horny and they're very just active. They're you know, they're very like into are they, each other. are they not allowed to use um, um like words like sex and that? No. But it's after watershed, no? I know, I know, but they've had complaints. So if you if you're a real Love Island vet, which I know you're not, but back in the day, seasons one and two. They used to show everything, the moans, the the pumping, everything. Oh wow. And they got <laughs> they got complaints. Yeah, they got complaints from parents because kids were staying up to watch Love Island. Yeah. So even though it was post-watershed, there were still loads of underage kids staying up to watch yeah. it. So they've had to <laughs> they've had to get creative with how they discuss it. Oh god, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But yeah, go on. Um, you were saying. Yeah, so essentially I was just saying that um, they became exclusive this week. Um, But there was quite an intense game where the viewers had to rate the different couples. Um, So some of the questions were most compatible couples, most likely to break up when they come home, um, uh, sexiest couples, smartest couples, 
Um, and I feel like that definitely kind of put a little bit of doubt, seeds of doubt into into Kyla's situation. That's what people are calling them now. Kyla, Kyla yeah. I like um, that. Yeah. Kyla, that's what people are calling them. So I feel like that did plant some seeds of doubt into their situation because, of course, um, you know, they, they're unaware. This is why I need the Twitter challenge to happen because all of these couples are unaware of what we think of them yeah. because they're just in their own worlds. Like they're not even allowed to listen to music. So they don't know what the time is. They don't know what day it is. So it's like, they're literally just living in their own worlds. They don't know what's going on. So yeah, I think I think that was something that definitely put small, small seeds of doubt. I wouldn't say that it, it's as bad as Liberty and Jake, but um, yeah, I think... You know what? I think Kaz and Tyler, despite everything, I feel like they they could easily be in the finals. Like, easily. Easily. Hmm. I don't know. I would love for them to win. I would love for them to win. Honestly, like, because, you know, Tyler's a South London boy. Do you get what I mean? And I mean, you know, I know Kaz is an Essex girl and all of that jazz. Um, But I would love to see them win. I would love to see a black couple win. Um, But... Yeah, I feel like they've they've definitely done a 360, a positive 360, and it's worked for them. So I am happy for them. I'm not gonna lie, I'm happy. I feel so. it. I feel it still. Mm. I feel it still. Let's wait and see. Let's just wait and see. That was um, that was a phenomenal conversation with the girl Zoe. Love every time. Love <laughs> being part of it. Yeah, love sharing I, my opinions. I, I loved it. I loved it. I think it was um, it's always needed. You know what I mean? Just like just to switch up sometimes, and it's nice to have a girl's voice um, like to give their thoughts and opinions. Like because a lot of people love Sharon's one. Like big, big girls saying, "Oh yeah, we love Sharon. We agree with everything she was saying." I love that. Yeah. I know, but a lot of people might not, and it's okay. Like that's that's yeah. the whole. Yeah. Of having opinions A lot of people Might not agree With how I move Or with my opinions And that's perfectly fine yeah. Like it's each to their own I stand by that So You know It's each to their own In this life You know You can't kill yourself for having yeah. and, But it wasn't It wasn't even just girls A lot of brothers were like Yeah no It was good that you had a girls um, To talk about To give their Yeah girls perspective Do you know what I mean Because again Like I say I like that way, I feel that way When I listen to you guys Like I yeah. always want to hear How a man's feeling as well Like yeah. it is good because it is, I feel, I feel like these type of things are good. Because like I said, like, whenever I want to get a woman's perspective on something, like, you lot are literally a phone call away. Sharon's a, a drive away. Do you know what I mean? It's nothing. Whereas a lot of guys, they don't have platonic um, female relationships like that where they can just speak to a girl like that. So I I, I really do cherish it. You know, I'm not just saying that just because one here, you know how I feel already. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, exactly. so it's, it's, it's brazy still. It's brazy. Ah, the girls. I know. I know. I loved it. I loved it. I'm glad I was like, I'm I'm happy to have been able to have this conversation. And it's sad that obviously Ethan wasn't part of the conversation, but I, um, what's it called? I think that it was important for us to discuss these type of things. Maybe, I mean, Love Island's just the, the hot topic right now, but it just uncover, uncovers a lot of different ideologies that people have surrounding dating, relationships, courting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm happy I, I was here, man. I'm happy to have been invited. It's nice. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm meant to be doing one. Um, I want to be doing one with the boy Clay soon, so that's gonna be an interesting one. Oh you know? God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You've got to tell me about that <laughs> uh, I might do that one in person still Like just mm-hmm. like Just everything Just chatting shit It's like you know Clay I'm a legend I would love to see a video version of that <laughs> I would I would love to see how he would get himself out of some of the answers That's that you brilliant Because we all know he'll try and get himself out of some things The boy that you are. My brother every mm. time My brother mm. every time But no, cheers Zoe man, I appreciate it honestly 